0: hey guys welcome back to the digest f1 podcast my name is alia and i'm here with my brother arvin hi and today we'll be talking about <laughs> the dutch grand prix the
1: 2021 dutch grand prix because this is the first time they've been back in uh you since 1985 so, it's been so years. when
0: i say the dutch grand prix do you really think i have to specify 2021 because i don't think podcasts were a thing in 1985
1: i mean could you classify radio shows as podcasts can you fuck off? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, they've gone back to the Netherlands. Uh, there was actually supposed to be a Dutch Grand Prix last year, but I was cancelled, obviously, because of uh, COVID. A lot of races were cancelled last year because of COVID. But they're finally back in the Netherlands. Uh, first race in 36 years there. And um, it was the one Dutch guy on the grid that won the race. So, what? congrats to Max Verstappen for winning his first home race. Hmm. Then again, has he ever won in Belgium? Because technically, he's, he was born in Belgium. He's Belgian. Did he win in Belgium? I, I don't know at any point, maybe. I don't know. But yeah, he's 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 Belgian and Dutch, but he chose Dutch as his nationality. Okay. Just like how, like, uh, I think Alex Albon, he is Thai and British, but when he was in F1, he chose to represent Thailand. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah that was a tangent anyway yeah so uh it was a pretty good weekend um uh i don't think anyone of this generation of formula one fans has ever seen uh a race in Zandvoort.
0: Zandvoort, i will say that the track was fucking wild the to me.
1: track was really 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 cool like it was completely different from you what you know what we used to
0: remind me of what you know um olympic cycling when they're in this arena yeah. and they going around like and that and they have
1: like the big banking yeah that's yeah. what
0: that reminded me of i was like yeah. what the fuck is that yeah
1: the banking like you don't see um banking on a lot of tracks anymore and mm. in, in formula one it's still a mainstay and stuff like uh nascar and indica mm-hmm. uh mostly tracks tend to be just like ovals for especially nascar they do have some circuit races for NASCAR, but most of them are just, like, oval tracks with, like, those high bankings mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's not not really a common thing in Formula 1 anymore. There's been a few tracks in history with those kind of things, but historically, it's been pretty dangerous. Mm-hmm. And even in IndyCar and the series that preceded IndyCar, which was Kart, mm-hmm. those, like, throughout the years, safety safety has come a long way, mm-hmm. but throughout those years, while safety was pretty important... It wasn't as important as is nowadays in motorsport so there was like a lot a lot of big crashes and that's one of the bigger reasons why formula one stopped going to these kind of racetracks mm. um with like a lot of banking and stuff mm-hmm. is like there have been so much debt especially in indica and cart mm-hmm. um on on tracks with these kind of bankings but surprisingly in the race there wasn't like Anything. I think the only significant uh, thing that happened in the race itself. The weekend is a different story. Like mm-hmm. from practice, uh, qualifying is a different story to what happened in the race. Mm-hmm. The race had no safety cars, no yellow flags, mm-hmm. no red flags, nothing like that. Everybody it was a
0: just straight clean cut race. Basically, yeah. yeah. I
1: think. Um, so far, the only race that's been exactly like that is Monaco this year. Monaco, you sure? Monaco did not have a single incident during the race. That is
0: true.
1: Yeah, it, it was it was very similar in the sense that there was a lot of um, yellow and red flags Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. but on Sunday it was like completely clean race and. Um, the only significant thing to really happen in this Dutch Grand Prix was Sebastian Vettel having a spin on turn 3 on the bank corner mm-hmm. I think there's like uh, like two bank corners there's turn 3 and then the final turn to get back on the start for straight I believe is the a bank corner which by the way dude seeing those cars on those corners are, is the coolest fucking thing ever <laughs> like, like seeing those cars like just like like at that angle like yeah. it, it's something you're so not used to if you're like a new generation uh, fan of Formula 1 and when I say new generation, I mean, like, in the last, the last, like, decade or so, because mm-hmm. in the early 2000s, mid to early, early to mid-2000s, they did race at places like uh, Indianapolis and stuff. Mm. Um, and if you know the story about the 2005 Indianapolis Grand Prix, that was a a fun, a fun story, if you want to go and look that up. You'll at,
0: tell me about that after you
1: park. yeah uh Yeah, but. It was so cool seeing those cars, like, on the banking and the different lines they could have taken, like, all through the weekend, you saw, like, people like Max Verstappen, Lewis, like, oh, most of the big teams doing, like, uh, on turn three, which is, like, the major banking, mm-hmm. major soon. like, they were doing, like, the, the line where they go high and then come back in mm-hmm. at the end, and then, like, during the race on the first lap, we saw, like, Charles Leclerc and... Uh, Carlos Sainz, both Ferrari guys, kind of taking the inside, like bottom of the bank line, which mm-hmm. is not something that they did for the weekend. But yeah, it was it was a really cool race. Um, I know Alia doesn't really uh take on like practice and qualifying as much as I do.
0: I really don't. <laughs> she
1: she's just here for the race, the vibes, and the race. I'm just here
0: for the vibes, really.
1: Yeah. So um, speaking of uh like qualifying and stuff, there was a couple accidents, like uh George Russell got uh knocked out in q2 because mm-hmm. of a crash well he didn't really have a crash he just went off um on uh i don't even know which turn it was mm-hmm. uh he went off and he got uh he went off into the gravel he got himself out but he still uh he still wasn't able to make it into q3 mm-hmm. then we had nicolas satifi making it to, into q3 for a second week in a row
0: Good that for was him. that was
1: pretty good, uh, from, from Latifi. Actually no. He Is made he it into, Italian, Jesus? No, that's Giovanazzi. Oh my god. <laughs> uh no. Actually like, Latifi didn't make it into Q three last week in Belgium. He actually He actually made it into Q two for the first time in a while and he made it back into Q two again. I think coming on to the end of Q two, he, he had a big crash as well, so both Williams crashed in Q two. Damn. Yeah, but um Overall, it was a pretty, uh, it was a pretty decent qualifying session. Mm-hmm. Uh, Max Verstappen took pole at home, obviously. which was, uh, you know, obviously really exciting for the Dutch fans there. The the sea of orange uh, that just populated every single there stand. Was a
0: lot of people there. Dude, the,
1: I remember after the race when he won, he uh, you could have barely seen anything. Like they showed a. Um, some footage from the onboard camera, mm-hmm. and it was just it was just orange smoke everywhere from all the flares they were setting off after and they used times though
0: mm.
1: no I mean mm, <laughs> it was like a packed arena i think uh I think we we're getting to a point where a lot of well a lot of sports are going back to normal. regular operating uh uh yeah, just going back to normal you know full stadiums and stuff because mm-hmm vaccines are rolling out and in, in like the the bigger countries mm-hmm. they, they're getting vaccines out pretty quick and while yeah they're still gonna have cases there's gonna be significantly reduced if uh certain places keep up the um the vaccination rollouts and stuff but anyway mm-hmm. more off topic another another cool thing to see was um cool and kind of bad because speaking of covid co um kimmy Riken and got yeah. covid uh the I think it was Saturday night. They announced it. Or su- Sunday morning, I believe. Maybe n- maybe Friday night. Saturday morning. Um because Robert Kubica, he stepped in. Um and he hasn't raced since uh, I think it was they said Abu Dhabi twenty nineteen. I think mm. he raced with uh, Williams, he was the driver there and I think um George Ru- George Russell replaced him and the guy they had before, Nicholas Satifi, was Sergei Sorokin. You don't know who that is. I have f- no idea. For a fact.
0: I didn't even know who Kubica was until this
1: weekend. Yeah, I I was, like, telling her if anybody, again, has been watching for the last decade or so. They would know who Robert Kubica is. He was, like, a really, really promising prospect when he was a bit younger. He was driving for Renault. Um, and, no, I think he was on the BMW Sauber team. I, I'm, maybe I'm confused. But uh he he had like a road accident, and then he had to step away from the sport for a little while, mm-hmm. and then eventually he came back. But you know, he never got back to the the, the... heights he was at. Yeah. Uh, um. But you know, he he had a decent race. Uh mm-hmm. he he actually came in P fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I showed sure that that had to do with the fact that like Russell got a five second penalty. Uh I think I remember him. Yeah. So. He, yeah. Plus um, Sonoda and Mazapin had to retire from the race Yeah I don't know what either of those retirements were Because I think the, Maz- the, the Mazepin retirement <laughs> You
0: were going to say Mazepin No I wasn't I am
1: a professional <laughs> You okay? were
0: going to say it <laughs> uh, Yeah
1: but I didn't Yeah. So Mazepin, um I don't know what happened there Nor Sonoda But I'm guessing that uh, they had some problems I didn't hear anything about it and overall it was just a pretty bog-standard race um, um
0: but we didn't talk about perez he had a great race yeah
1: i was gonna actually get into that right after i talked but like, yeah but speaking out you know what as you bring it up dude that dude had such a such a good race
0: does he start from the pit and the man no, finished no, no. he what?
1: qualified 16th he qualified 16th. yeah he got knocked out in q1 mm. i think uh i don't even remember why i think i joined like practice i'm like, um, qualifying late
0: mm-hmm.
1: i think it was right after q1 i joined and i saw that perez was knocked out but
0: didn't he start from the pit
1: uh no, no, no. that was last week in belgium he started from the pit Oh okay. okay. um because you remember he crashed on the uh entrance uh, uh to the grid mm-hmm. he crashed in belgium will we get into that uh in the belgium podcast in the belgium episode which you know um if you if you remember Belgium there's much to speak about for the weekend in Belgium but uh go listen to that if you want to but yeah Perez had a really really good race uh he came back from P16 he had like a really great drive Mm -hmm. it was really similar to the to the drive that Max had the recovery drive Max had in uh in Hungary Mm -hmm. after the after the lap one crash which again go back and listen to the hungry episode which you know what we'll let you know a little secret here
0: stop no (laughs) they'll think we're bad people we're
1: actually like super backed up on your episode recording the episodes so even though hungry was like a month and a half ago at this point we've only recently recorded the episode as well as Belgium, almost a week after it happened. Top
0: spilling spelling spilling T.
1: Okay, yeah. So um, <laughs> so yeah, it was it was quite similar to the uh the Max Drive, but Perez didn't have the, I would guess say, handicap of uh having massive sidepod damage that Max had in the Hungary race. Mm. Um, honestly, like I get that Perez is like at a new team. And you have to get used to it. But he's like been he's been struggling for the most part. There's a couple like like um a couple glances of uh of like greatness like when he qualified on the front row in MLA but then absolutely like fucked it up. Mm. Yeah. But I'm not trying to like be hard on him because I understand like he's on a new team. There's, like a completely different atmosphere, a completely different car.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he's gonna have he He's gonna have to get used to it.
0: Yeah. But
1: it's what eleven, twelve races into the season now. Oh,
0: please stop being hard on him. But. You know what kind? Of, you you know how demanding this sport can be.
1: He still he still came back to to get uh to get like a few points in eighth mm. place.
0: Good for
1: him. I'm glad. Know, who else had a decent weekend? Um, Gasly. Gasly had a really good weekend guys he's been killing it dude mm. he's been absolutely killing it uh this, this season like after after the um the debacle he went through at Red Bull in 2019 when he got promoted how, how terribly he performed mm-hmm. and got like um demoted back to B team mm-hmm. he he's been absolutely killing it like I would imagine like everybody nobody was going in with uh the impression that Yuki Sonoda would be able to keep up with Gasly mm-hmm. As him being um, With Sonoda being like a Completely new driver Never drove F1 car before In the sense that you know like a full length race I'm sure he's done tests and stuff mm-hmm. But nobody was expecting Yuki to Put up any kind of fight against Gasly But I don't think I, I think people understand that Gasly Is like a real, real good talent mm-hmm. But I don't think anybody is expecting him to be like This fucking good he's been like consistently um like going qualifying top, in the yeah. top 10 consistently almost every single race qualifying in the top 10 mm-hmm. and scoring points almost every single race good
0: for him he's had oh wow. he,
1: yeah he, like i love to see like um the 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 difference like him getting demoted gave him like such a fucking um what i want to say uh it gave him such a incentive to just do better because mm-hmm. I feel like he got complacent back in twenty nineteen when he got the uh the drive for Red Bull, mm-hmm. and then he got replaced by Albon and sent back down to, to well Toro. So at that point, but AlphaTauri eventually,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and he's just been absolutely killing it, dude. Um, but to be honest, he. The the top three were just so far ahead. Mm-hmm. Max Lewis and Valtteri, they were just so far ahead of everybody I don't
0: think it would have been possible for them to catch no
1: him. no no cars were catching them they I think they lapped some of the guys twice too mm-hmm. like by lap forty or so mm-hmm. they they had already lapped Gasly in fourth place all three of them so they were going back around to try and lap Mazepin or Schumacher or whoever was in last place mm-hmm. well in this in this race Schumacher ended up finishing uh, in last place because of the two dnFs
0: yeah
1: but uh ferrari had a decent weekend as well uh for qualifying and uh for practice like the practice sessions they were actually pretty fast mm-hmm. they had a couple of crashes i think signs had a big crash on the same corner that george had the um the spin off mm-hmm. in qualifying he had a crash i think fp3 and that red flag session but leclerc and signs qualified really really well they qualified fifth and sixth i believe um and they finished fifth and seventh, so Leclerc finished fifth, Sainz seventh. So Leclerc didn't, uh, he didn't lose any position. So he's qualifying, but Sainz dropped one down. Uh, Alonso did a pretty decent job this weekend. He's been he's been doing some bits. like uh, if you remember the hungry race, he did really well against uh. I hungry was a month
0: ago. I don't remember <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he he did a pretty good job uh, holding up Lewis, mm. making him get third. Well, eventually when uh, Vettel was disqualified, Lewis got second. Mm-hmm. But uh, overall, this was a pretty good weekend. Um, what were your thoughts on it?
0: Um, I'm just glad Max won because, you know, <laughs> Max. Yeah. But, yeah. But, no, I will say that I do um, applaud... Like, one of my favorite parts was um, Perez... And him overtaking, how far he went up, that was really impressive. Um, I don't really have anything else to say. Cause
1: the, the battle between Mercedes and uh, Red Bull was pretty good for the for the entire race. It um, was yeah. Max basically led the race almost entirely Obviously. from start to finish. There was uh, about five six laps where Valtteri Bottas led
0: mm-hmm. when
1: um uh, because I think uh Max was consistently about three, four seconds ahead of Lewis for the entire race. Mm-hmm. Um and I think Mercedes tried the undercut, like what they did in um Spain. Mm-hmm. They tried out a couple times and Red Bull just called a bluff every time. Mm-hmm. Sent Max in right after. Uh so Mercedes couldn't really get a, a they can have on, yeah they didn't have any surprises for them basically yeah, like so so red bull red bull showed like real real uh like real strategy race strategy yeah like um strategy like they they absolutely like killed mercedes and they absolutely deserved that win and it did was you, uh,
0: wait wait hold on did you just say that max deserved his win
1: I don't hate Max. I know, but
0: I am not like a I, Lewis fan Like boy. I've said
1: before, I, I very much like Lewis Hampton, but the main reason, the biggest reason for my supporting him this season...
0: Is because you want him to be the championship record.
1: Yeah, because I am not, uh like... I was not a fan back in the Michael Schumacher dominance, mm-hmm. the era of dominance of Michael Schumacher. So I don't have such a... I have mentioned this before, I don't have such a close connection
0: mm-hmm.
1: to Michael Schumacher being the best in the world and him ha- having the record for the most world championships. I really have a connection to that. So I don't mind seeing another just great generation g- generation of fire uh, drivers with Lewis Hamilton absolutely beating that record because he's right now Lewis has beaten Michael Schumacher in every uh stat except for the amount of world championships. Lewis has the most races in the history of Formula One won. Mm -hmm. and he has the most pole positions in Formula One. Mm
0: -hmm. He has
1: the most lap... I think... No, I think he has the most laps led. That may be Kimi or something. I know Max recently got his first 1,000 laps led Mm -hmm. after the first 10 laps of him leading. He got that. But, um, yeah, I I, I really want to see, like, history, basically. You
0: want to see history uh, happen in franchise, basically? Yeah,
1: like, history was made when Michael Schumacher won... Six championships because prior to that the record was five champ world championships for uh one man Juan Manuel Fangio, who you yeah don't even ask. He oh. was he was one of the best drivers of the uh 50s and the 60s. Okay, he won five championships.
0: Good for him.
1: Yeah, he was Argentine.
0: Is he alive?
1: No, no, he's been dead for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Ripped, but I guess. the the after after that the um so right now the only person that is even close to Lewis's record is Sebastian Vettel with four, mm-hmm. and I feel like at this point Sebastian Vettel is at a, a a place in his career where I don't think he's gonna be winning any more championships. Mm, I unless,
0: feel like he's settled and he's just yeah, doing
1: what he unless, has to do basically. Unless Aston Martin pulls out some bronze GP level tactics. Mm-hmm. next season with the new cars and the new regulations and mm-hmm. stuff I don't see Vettel um, winning any more championships in his career mm-hmm. like I, I hope there's more race wins in his career the closest he's gotten is the second place he got in Hungary which ultimately didn't amount to anything because he he got disqualified so I think the third place in Baku is his closest um his closest to a race win so far because the last time he won a race was sometime in 2019 when the Ferrari car was really good mm. and he was there. Well, when I say really good, I mean, it was not as good as 18, but it was better than 20. 20 mm. was an awful, awful Ferrari car. <laughs> and they finished sixth in championship, which is like, hmm, for mm. Ferrari. But
0: speaking of next season, some new things are yeah, happening. so
1: we're recording this two days after the, uh, the Grand Prix itself. Because you know we are very much on top of our game, we take our formula one uh content very seriously here
0: mm-hmm. No,
1: but it's 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 a joke really, okay, but- um we were just doing this for fun, but I feel like Aaliyah wants to tell you this, so I'm going to let her do it.
0: Okay, so, um, sad to see Bottas leaving Mercedes because I actually really like him as a driver. He's really good. He doesn't des- he doesn't um get to work to his fullest potential at Mercedes, if I'm being honest. They just make him, like, you know, your little wingman for Lewis. You see... No, wait, let me No, no let me just
1: interrupt you there. That was his rule. That was his role. yes. Obviously, into, it's his role like, because no, Lewis like, is the champion. They explicitly said that when he signed for Mercedes, I'm pretty sure they explicitly told him, dude, if you win races, like, obviously, this is not verbatim, because, you know, I was not in your room. But I'm pretty sure the conversation went like, dude, if you win races, that's fine. You're not very capable, car now, But if push comes to shove, we're going to prioritize Lewis. Well, obviously, because
0: like- he's champion. They're obviously going to prioritize him. Anyways, regardless. Sad to say about us leaving Mercedes, because I really, really do like him. But... George is going to Mercedes, and I'm really excited to see how he does there because, um, like you were saying, there might be a little Lewis Nico Rosberg kind of, um, rivalry For me, there. There will be because why would you hope that there would be teammates?
1: I mean, I don't want the animosity that occurred in the 2016 championship, where the basically the friendship between Lewis and Nico broke Just down. To shit, it, it broke down during that season because they grew up together. They they carted together. Um, I think like. Mika Roswick's dad helped Lewis out as well. Mm-hmm. Helped Lewis and his family out, like in terms of like uh funding and stuff, I believe. So obviously I am a fucking huge fan of George Russell. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I've made that known on the podcast.
0: Um maybe a few times.
1: Yeah, but um I I judging on his performance last year when he filled in for Lewis in Sakir where he qualified second in his First ever race for Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I think he's he's really gonna hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be a really really good season for George, mm-hmm. and he's finally gonna showcase the amazing just raw talent. Yeah, he the has. raw amazing talent he has, because like I, I get that Williams is this historically um, this team that has so much history behind it, but in the last few years since George Russell's been with Williams, Williams has not been frankly deserving mm-hmm. of his uh his talent like i get that the reason he was there was to develop that talent and he certainly has with his performance
0: mm-hmm. in
1: qualifying in belgium last week mm-hmm. and uh
0: and they do recognize that because he's literally going to yeah yeah
1: i think that was always the plan mm-hmm. it was just when it was gonna happen i mm-hmm. feel like it probably would have happened this year because this year was meant to be the start of the new regulations mm-hmm. but because of covid last year they pushed the regulations another year mm-hmm. so this year we were going to have the new cars and i feel like george russell would have made it this year mm-hmm. but they they just forego they just um foregoed it and basically pushed everything pushed their plans a year so like george russell absolutely deserves this.
0: Mm-hmm, he um
1: and and hopefully Valtteri Bottas will have like a, a a decent season with Alfa Romeo. Hopefully Alfa Romeo makes a big jump hopefully. within the regulations because I would
0: like to see how Valtteri they, does on
1: they his They are they are bang middle of the pack mm-hmm. because yeah. So right now, even so, Mercedes is officially um they announced their driver's champion. I think they 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 decided since Silverstone who they were signing, mm-hmm. but they decide or. Maybe in Hungary they decided, mm-hmm. but they decided to wait to um to to announce it. Mm-hmm. Or obviously until today, being what Tuesday the seventh, mm-hmm. so two days after the uh, race, they finally announced that George is gonna have the um the seat because yesterday on Monday they announced that Valtteri was leaving and going to Alfa Romeo. Mm-hmm. So Alfa Romeo announced that he signed for them, and uh so. Alfa Romeo has a free seat still, so now Williams also has a free seat because I don't know if Latifi, because a big part I think of
0: both Williams seats are free.
1: But yeah, but I think a big reason why Latifi was signed to Williams originally mm. was the money, mm-hmm. but now they've they've uh, sold to another company. Uh they sold Williams to a company uh, that has decent financial, and now they have decent financial backing, so mm-hmm. the need for paid drivers is not as high so i i don't know obviously like as as all the stuff come out um i'll post it like the instagram page mm-hmm. uh i know i still have to do a couple of posts for the Valtry and the uh the judge the George announcement even though you know it's been covered completely at this point but <laughs> you know i still i still would like to to have it up here but but yeah uh Alfa uh, Romeo still has a free seat. I think there's been talks about uh, Alex Albon taking the Williams seat that George left. Mm. But we don't know. We'll have to wait. And obviously, as things go on, we'll see how uh, how that's going. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I'm really excited for George and, and Valtteri, honestly. Uh, Valtteri, depending on his teammate, he might be the first driver in Alfa Romeo. Alfa Romeo may not even have that first driver um, culture.
0: Probably maybe we don't know
1: how Alpha Romeo works because they're not as uh blatant with it for lack Very of a true. better word. Very but, true, um, they don't
0: show favourites. <laughs>
1: uh yeah, because I mean Alpha Romeo is bang in the melody pack. Mm. Like they're the most one of the most average teams on the on the grid. They're not bad but they're not
0: Okay, they're damn, not good.
1: Like girl. no, that's not a that's not a knock. This is a super, super comfort, competitive sport. So being in the Melody Pack is not as bad as I guess I make it out to see him. Mm. But, um. Not
0: as bad as being in, like, I know, a Haas
1: yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I'm really excited for. Uh, hopefully, like, Mick makes the jump or something. That would be pretty hopefully, cool. Hopefully, yeah. To, to see um, Bottas and Mick.
0: He has talent as well. He has it. But it's just the cards limiting it.
1: Yeah, no. They Like, I, I think I've said this before Haas have said they completely given up on developing this year's car and they're focusing on next year's car. Oh, okay. But yeah, I'm really excited now that we're starting to get into driver transfers and stuff. Mm. Um, these next few weeks are going to be pretty fun. I know Tori also today itself um, announced that they're keeping Sonora and Gasly. Yes, So did. Gasly isn't going anywhere. Oh. Which, I mean, depending on who you are is a good or a bad thing. For me, it's kind of meh. Meh, because he's going to perform at Avatar, he's comfortable there. He knows the team. And Sonora, that's a damn good place to develop a talent, mm-hmm. is at Red Bull. Well, you know, um, some people at Red Bull might not be the most popular in terms of the guy who runs uh, the academy. Okay, got, okay that's not... <laughs> um,
0: let's not... Yeah,
1: let's s- not get into that. Shit on
0: the senior citizens today.
1: Uh, but the Red Bull Academy is one of the most esteemed one in Formula 1, mm-hmm. and it's, pre- it's produced, like... At least five guys on the grid.
0: Mm.
1: Or who've raced in the past. They, they, they've produced a lot of talent. So, uh, looking forward to the rest of the season. Uh, I think on Sunday, or well, Friday, I guess, it's going to be Imola.
0: What?
1: Oh, no, not Imola, Monza. Monza. So, they're going back to Italy.
0: I was so confused, uh, I was
1: like, hey? <laughs> Tifosi is going to be out in numbers because I'm pretty sure they're going to be full-capacity stadium. Yeah. Full capacity track.
0: They're going
1: to come to see their Italian Jesus. No, Ferrari. They're going to come to see Ferrari. Because the Ferrari factory is literally right up the road from Monza in Maranello. Up
0: the road. The train just came out and
1: you. No, road. they literally <laughs> say they're right up the road. I yeah. just say up the road. I mean, whatever. Yeah, fun? the train
0: come out
1: in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, uh, Maranello. The factory in Maranello is literally right up the road. So, um... A lot of the fans, they call them the Tifosi. If you didn't know, I don't think I've mentioned this before. I did not. To you. I did
0: not. They call them,
1: they're like huge fans. Evan, you
0: fail to realize that I just started this a few months ago, please give me a chance.
1: They're expecting uh, Ferrari to do some big things in Monza. But uh, we'll see. Uh, So I think that's about it for this episode. Uh, Thanks for listening. Follow the Instagram page and stuff. Uh, other than Sergio Perez, really quick before we go off, OG. who do you think had a really good race?
0: In my opinion, Max.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, Max... I I mean, apart from the obvious, like...
0: Um, if other than Perez, I don't really... I don't really know. Like
1: Alonso had a decent race. Mm, Alon- yeah. Alonso, Alonso's been doing really good. Yeah, Like like After that two-year hiatus he took, which was technically a retirement but you know at this point just called what it is a hiatus i
0: mean vettel had a good race too because he went up from 17 to 13
1: um so. F- vettel did not have that good of a race did uh like when uh, see,
0: let me have an opinion when the
1: monotony of the race sets in, alia just kind of goes on her phone
0: you see the misogyny
1: <laughs> wow okay yeah but uh thanks so thanks for listening um Again, follow the Instagram and stuff. It'll be right there in the description on the page and stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys next week for the episode about Monza. Yeah. Bye.